Hello everyone, my name is Cole Hillary Okoth and welcome again to a very exciting time here at God's Wisdom Podcast. Uh, it's such a pleasure for you to tune in. May God continue to bless you wherever you are. And today we are we want to discuss uh, one of the most moving subjects that I believe it will be a blessing unto your life, it will be a blessing unto your family. And we want to discuss what literally moves Christ. What actually moves him? In the Old Testament, we have seen the heart of God being unveiled, especially how people, what people ask for or how people act. For example, what, um, when you look at the Bible, when you look at David, the Bible says David was a man after God's own heart. When you look at Solomon, Solomon asked the Lord for wisdom and largeness of heart. And the Bible says that this speech pleased the Lord. It moved him literally. And when you look at Abraham, the, the father of us, the father of faith, the father of us all, you can see the rhythm of Abraham. And even in Jehoshaphat's speech to the Lord, he said that Abraham, your friend. And there are things that I believe you can do, or there are things you can ask for, or there are things you can you can search out and pleases God. It pleases God. And one of the things that I want you to know in this season, because we are living in the end time season, and God wants you to live wisely. He wants you to live wise, not as fools. Redeeming the time. You have been redeemed, and God is telling you, redeem the time, because the days are evil. It is for us to redeem the time. And one of the things that have been, and the reason why this podcast has been raised is for us to know the wisdom, the, um, the corners of wisdom and every area of wisdom because wisdom is something, is a person and God wants us to walk in wisdom. The speech that pleased the Lord literally in Solomon's uh, life is he asked God for wisdom and it pleased the Lord. And I believe because the Lord is the same yesterday, today and forever. When you ask him for wisdom, let's say today, because let's say today you woke up early in the morning, you don't know, you have so many things in your schedule. Then you ask God, God, I pray for wisdom. Lord, I do not um, incline towards my own understanding. I pray, Lord, that you may give me the spirit of wisdom so that I can know the way through. That speech pleases the Lord. And the Bible says in the book of Psalms chapter 68, I believe or 19, that he daily loads us with benefits. Praise his holy name. The moment you ask God for wisdom, every single morning, actually he loads you with benefits, as if he loads you, because that speech pleases the Lord as it did in the time of Solomon. And you can see Solomon asked God for wisdom while he was asleep. So it's, it's a mandate for us as Christians every single day we have to seek God for wisdom. And, and one of the things that today I, I read, um, uh, it was in the book of Matthew chapter 9, verse 36. Uh, this happened when Jesus said, but when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. So in this context, we see, what literally moves Christ is people. He is moved 
with people. The Bible says in the book of John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So the reason why God gave his son is because he loved the world. He loves you and me. And the moment you take it in, you breathe it in, you meditate upon it, that, Father, thank you, Lord, that you love me. Even before I ask for your son, you gave your son for me. Thank you, Lord, because you're a good God and you love me. The moment you meditate on these words, there will be a profound effect, a profound move of God upon your life because the love of God casts away every fear. So maybe you have fear about your provision. You have fear about your health. You have fear about the future tomorrow. And God is saying to you today that what moves me is you. You are the one who moves me. You, you moved me to give out my son, my only son, the son whom I love. So you have to meditate on this. And one of the, the I was meditating one day about Deuteronomy 28. And it says, I will open up the heavens for you. And I was wondering, Lord, I pray that you may open up the heavens for me today. I, this, what were, this is what I was praying for like every single time until I came to a verse in the book of Matthew when, when it says that, and the heavens were opened to him. And it, it, it wasn't closed, it was already opened to him. And God spoke out and he said, that this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased with. So the heavens is always opened on Christ. And because you are in Christ, the heavens are opened towards you. All of the heavens abundance. All of the heavens supply. All of the heavens health, healing, wholeness. It has been opened unto you. The moment you know that I am in Christ. That I have all things that I need in this life in Christ Jesus. So meditate on this. And the Bible says in the book of Matthew 9.36. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved. Christ was moved with compassion. He was moved with compassion for them, not because they were strong, not because they did something great, but he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary. They were scattered like sheep having no shepherd. So the moment Christ, every time, when you look at the Bible, in the Old Testament especially, when you, for example, uh, for example, when you look at uh, Esau, the reason why he gave out his birthright, the Bible says he was weary, he was tired, and he came and he said, what, what is the birthright to me? Give me the bowl of soup. Because he was tired. When we are tired, we are bound to make foolish decisions. And God is telling you today, come to me all who are weary and heavenly laden, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest for your soul. It's it, the moment you know that it can't work. You've tried medicine. You've tried exercise. You've tried applying for jobs. You've tried all these things and it hasn't worked. Christ is, still, is saying to you, come to me, come to me, sit down and let us, let us walk together. Talk to me. Come to me, all who are weary and heavenly laden, and I will give you rest. And I want you to know that Christ is a magnet to those who are tired. The more you have strength, the more you repel him. But the more you are weak, the more he becomes strong to you. 
He is strong to those who are weary. He is strong to those who can't. The Bible says he's, for those who are maybe widows, the Bible says, I am your husband. For those who have lost, I am your restorer. For those who feel as if they are in a, it's as if a cast pattern, he says, I am your redeemer. I have redeemed you. And you can wonder in the, in the Bible, every time it's always the sinners in the book of Luke chapter 14, it's always the sinner who drew close to him the sinner and tax collectors, those people who are outcasts in the society, they drew close to him because in Christ there is healing, there is acceptance, there is freedom, there is home. You, you, you are literally at home. And this is what God is telling you today, that come to me, all who are weary, all who are heavenly laden. You've tried everything. You've tried your best and it can't. Come to me. Spend time with me. Talk to me because I am gentle. Learn from me. I am gentle and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. I will rest your soul. Psalms 23, it says that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. He's the one who does everything. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He, he's the one who restores my soul. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And all this text is about him doing everything for you. Even goodness and mercy are pursuing you down. And we've got this thing wrong. The moment you start pursuing goodness and mercy, the moment you start pursuing worldly riches, you've got everything in the wrong order because they ought to pursue you. Because God is the one who is orchestrating all things towards you. The Bible says that God is able to make all grace to abound towards you so that you can be self-sufficient and lacking nothing. And this is what God wants from you. He wants you to focus on him. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Another time God spoke and he said that this is my beloved. He spoke from the cloud, the shining cloud and said, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. Listen to him. The moment your eyes is in tuned to listen to him, it will be health to your flesh and wholeness to your bone. The moment you take time to listen to what Christ is saying to you every single day, literally, your life will be transformed from the inward, inward out. Goodness and mercy shall be following you. And the, the one of Today is one of my favorite verses which I've started meditating on is that the moment you, you take pleasure in him, the moment you are satisfied in his ways, he gives you what you desire. What you desire. Those who take pleasure in the Lord, he will give you what you desire. If it's that marriage, if it's that relationship, if it's financial aid, if it's anything that you desire, the moment you... Rest on him. Rest on him. He will give you. That's how good he is. The, the Bible says that he, was, he wasn't moved by the compassion because people were strong, because people were, they knew what to do. He was moved with compassion because people were weary and they were scattered like sheep having no shepherd. And he's saying to you today, come to me. I will shepherd you. You will not lack. You will walk in your anointing. 
you will <coughs> you will walk in purpose you will walk in everything that i've called you to be you won't be empty you will be filled and filled indeed and there's a verse which i read uh, matthew 14 matthew 14 it was about christ after he had that his cousin john the baptist had was slain he was killed by herod after he had that he was killed the bible says jesus had it and he departed from there by boat now he is in the boat and to a deserted place by himself and for any of us when you hear one or when either of your friend friends has passed away or something bad has happened it's it's something catastrophic and you can see Christ was moved and he went by himself he wasn't though he knew everything he knew the spiritual world he knew have he knew he knows everything he went by himself and that's that speaks about his human nature how he is a human he went about by himself in a boat but when the multitudes had it they followed him on foot from cities and Jesus the bible says 14 and when Jesus went out he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them and healed them he healed everyone who came to him you can imagine all the distance if Jesus took the boat straight and they had to go round the lake walking by foot only to come to Jesus they did what they could they came to Jesus by foot and the bible says the, the moment he saw the great multitude he wasn't like don't you understand that one of my my cousins are, my one of my friends have died he wasn't bitter he wasn't he was he was all he's altogether lovely though something bad has happened his cousin has died he still he went out and healed them he was moved with the compassion he was moved with compassion for them and he healed them and he didn't he didn't all he didn't only heal them the, when you read the uh, the verses to follow he says that he also gave he also broke five loaves and two fish and fed all of them he fed them after that So I want you to know the the pattern the pattern of the Lord the moment you draw to him the moment you do all you can he draws near to you he he's satisfied with the moment you come to him even when something bad has happened he wants you to come to him and you just sit in his presence because in his presence there's fullness of joy in his presence there's greatness in his presence there is a dominion that you can't even explain because in his presence you'll have faith you don't have to have faith to go to him just come to him as you are and you'll have faith this is what moves him the moment you come to him as you are you say that i can't but you can that moves him and the moment you do what you can god actually appreciates it like the woman who came with the alabaster oil the bible says in the book of mark 14 that and being in bethany at the house of simon the leper as he sat at the table a woman came having an alabaster flask and a very costly oil of spikenard 
spikenard, and he broke the flask and poured out on his head. But, the, <clears throat> but there were some of them who were ignorant among themselves and said, Why is this fragrant oil wasted? For it might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they criticized her sharply. And Jesus said, Let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. The moment to do anything for Christ, it moves him. Anything, whether small, whether you're in the children's ministry, whether you're ushering, whether you are being kind to someone who is unkind to you, maybe you're forgiving for Christ's sake, maybe you are giving. The Bible says, for, but Jesus said, let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done what she has done a good work for me. And then the Bible says, she has done what she could. The moment you do what you could, Jesus says, she has done what she could. She has come beforehand to anoint, <coughs> to anoint my body for burial. And assuredly, I say to you, <coughs> I say to you, assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will be told as a memorial for her. So the whole world knows this woman. Even, even, when, even, <coughs> even though we, can't know, we, we don't know even her name, we don't know the name of the woman, but the deed that she do, she did all she could for the Lord. And the Lord said, it will be what she has done, it will be known worldwide. Amen. So you, you are the one who moves him. Even the simple acts that you do for him. The simple acts, maybe playing with the children, maybe giving a glass of water to people, to his servants. All these small things that you do, it moves him. And in the book of Songs of Solomon 4.9, it says, the Bible says, the, bride, the bridegroom says to the bride, you have ravished my heart, my sister. My spouse, you have ravished my heart with one look of your eyes, with one link of your necklace. This is what moves Christ. The moment you just see him, you see him, even the moment you open the Bible and you come into submission and say, Lord, I want you to speak to me, you move him. You move him. The simple acts that you do. The Bible says, you have done what you could. So do not take... You don't have to do a big thing to you don't have to be a, to do a big thing to impress him. All these small acts that you do, it literally moves his heart. Amen. Just come to him. That's the main thing. Come to him. Amen. Because you are the one who moves him. And the Bible says that even in his ministration, we can see the the, the character of Christ. He said he himself gave some to the apostles. He's the one who does it. The, he himself is the one who gives. He himself bore our pain and the cross. He himself said, husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church. As, 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 uh, husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her Christ gave himself for her and how did he give himself the bible says 
that he said, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. He, and when you look at the word, it's in an imperfect tense, meaning that he was continuing saying, Father, forgive them for what they are doing. Father, forgive them for what they are doing. He was continually saying that. Amen. So he will do beyond measure the moment you come to him. You'll be astonished beyond measure because he, he will do all things well for you. He will make you well. He will, he will heal you beyond measure. He will provide for you beyond measure. He will bless you beyond measure. Just come to him as you are because you are the one who moves him. You are the one who made him to come down, to come down from heaven and die on the cross. Amen. There's this phrase that I want to finish this with a phrase where a phrase that I saw in one of the movies. <laughs> it was about Superman and and Batman. Batman asked Superman, Can you bleed? It was as if he was saying, Can God bleed? And this is the same question, can God bleed? And yes, he bled for you because you moved his heart. Christ bled. God bled because of you. The divine bled because of you. Amen. So you have to know this. He did beyond measure. He did all these things because you are loved. And the Bible says he raised us up together and made us sit in the heavenly places in Christ that in the ages to come, he may show the riches of his grace in his kindness. Even in the ages to come, when he's showing us the exceeding greatness of his riches, the Bible says, how will he do it? He will do it with kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Amen. So, I want you to receive this kindness, to receive the, the, the love of God in your life, because the love of God will cast out every fear. The love of God will move mountains for you. The love of God will bleed to save you. Amen. 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 So awesome. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So we want to finish off and may God continue to bless you, to encourage you. Amen. 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 Amen.